we've got to try and re-reference what value trading has and the time we're going to put on it. Now, in terms of actually taking your time frame, a lot of the time people get disappointed because of their expectation versus the reality. They've got this time frame that they think it's viable to achieve this goal in, and then they don't make it by that time frame, and they get really disappointed. They get really upset. Depression kicks in. I'm a failure. All these negative thoughts come because they're like, I thought I could get it here, but I haven't, so therefore I must suck. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Success Shift. You think by now I'd be able to say it properly. Um, it's Friday, and I love Fridays. Fridays are always fun. The energy of other people are up on Fridays. Um, sometimes the energy of traders are a little bit down because it's so far away till we can trade next. But today I'm feeling good. My mother-in-law's overplaying with my grandson, which is always nice to see. Um, and my lovely wife was out they were at a brunch and so i had a lot of time to myself which doesn't happen too often these days um, but that was very very nice so i'm very grateful for that i'm very grateful for my ability to enjoy um solidarity i guess when i was younger i used to hate being alone i used to always try to find something to do if i didn't have plans for the weekend i'd go insane i'd be like oh i gotta do something organize something find someone be somewhere um and I think as you, I think it might be something as you grow older, especially as you go into becoming a parent, that actual time with yourself is some of the most beautiful time that you can have. Just the ability to be present with your with your own self. And I think Tom Bilyeu is the one who says that. Um, I think true true success comes from the way you talk about yourself when you're by yourself, and we talk about this a lot, like your self narrative, and really the. The, the way you think about yourself when you're by yourself really does depict the kind of person you are. Because if you're sitting by yourself and you have all these happily positive thoughts and you're just vision, like visualizing and dream, daydreaming, and um, then I think it's a very positive thing. Whereas if you're by yourself and you start to go down a negative path, then you know that you've got a lot of things that you may want to um, work on and work towards healing. So I'm very grateful for the time I had on my own since maybe since becoming a father, I guess, <clears throat> and wanting to really achieve my goals i've been finding time in the mornings now it doesn't happen every morning because geez sometimes you just don't get the sleep but waking up at between 4 4 30 and finding that alone time that time to meditate that time to visualize that time to journal if you will um time to exercise on your own and that little quietness before everyone else gets up that that i guess serenity that is around twilight zone and it's really quite peaceful and for me that's been very very powerful um now 
it's great in the mornings, but having the middle of a day to yourself is just a, another completely different feeling as well. So I'm very grateful for that today. I'm very grateful for the lessons I'm learning, the personal growth that I'm having and my adaptation really like the whole time you learn and keep putting into your mind, the more you grow and develop and change. And when you can take time to look back on that and see the growth and appreciate how far you've come to me, that's success to me when you can look at it and go, yeah, I've come so far. Who cares how far I'm going to get, but look how far I've come. I can be proud of that and I can hold my head high. And I think a lot of people don't do that. I think a lot of people keep moving the goalpost and keep feeling disappointment in not achieving the next level. And they make it somewhere. And then this is that um, goal orientated. I think Christine actually said living in the gap. I think you referred to it as, but that goal orientated success where I'm only successful if I make it here. And then when you make it, the dopamine drops off, you have that lull and then you chase the next thing. But being able to go back and go, look how far I've come um, and finding real pride in the development and just enjoying that process has been a real shift for me. And I'm slowly still got a long way to go, but I can definitely feel that over time that is, that is coming more and more true, which I'm really grateful for. So chuck your gratitude in the chat. I see some of it's coming already. Just go read it. Here, very grateful for support and honesty of the, our group. Yes, we've had a lot of we have a lot of people here willing to open up and let themselves be vulnerable, which really helps other people grow and find insight and relate. I think I'm grateful for breakthrough moments. They rarely come, but gal darn, do they feel? Do they do they ever feel amazing? Gee, can't read that. Yes, they do feel amazing. That's those breakthrough moments when you just have that aha. And I like to think of it as a bit of a, a map in your brain and. This is an analogy that I was talking to my wife about. And do any of you, put some ones in the chat, can relate to this where when you were younger, well, depending on how old you are, but I would go out and play on the street and you'd go run down the street and find one friend and play there. And then you'd go down and find another friend and he lived over there and you knew your way to each house and you kind of knew the area in between, but you're quite young. You don't know the overall area. And then one minute you'd go to that person's house and he'd walk to the other person's house. And then all of a sudden, You've just connected these two points in your brain and this map's just grown. And maybe you'll go with your mom and dad to this one park and then you know how to get there and back. And then from one friend's house, you'll walk to the same park. You're like, whoa, I didn't realize these all connected in the same way. And all of a sudden your map grows bigger and then you'll start to expand. And again, you'll go to the beach back and forth one direction. And then all of a sudden you'll go to the beach from another direction and then boom, your map gets even bigger. And it's just like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this. And I think that personal growth and development is exactly like this. I think we have these things where I won't listen to a podcast from Tom Bilyeu and be hearing some things that he's saying. And then all of a sudden I'll listen to the Huberman Lab and hear what he's saying. And then someone like, I don't know, Bob Proctor will say something. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I've heard this in different points, but those two points actually make sense combined. And this one, oh, and my map gets bigger. My expansion grows. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that all of this was connected. And if I look at this from this point of view, then I've got an even bigger knowledge and a bigger growth. And it really starts to grow and compound. compound. And I think this is what um, is so powerful about having continuous daily input. And not only that, but getting it from other sources, like listen to this call, jump on this mindset call, listen to this podcast. I think it's awesome. I love everyone to jump on here and I definitely promote it because I think it's great, but go listen to other podcasts, go listen to other um, entrepreneurs, mindset people, people in the same field and start to collaborate your own ideas based on what other people are saying. And you might find that the way I say something is along the exact same line 
or repeated from somewhere else, but you just hear it in a different tone, a different context. Maybe the information you've got at that particular time has given you a different perspective. And then when you hear it again, it just connects those dots. And this is how you really start to grow and expand. I definitely think there's um, power in finding someone who's done what you've done and just following them to the T and just going hard and doing exactly as they do until you find the success. But I also have belief in the fact that every single person is different. We are made up of a different bunch of events. What, what do I say? That we are the accumulation of our past experiences and the emotions we hold to those experiences. And so for that reason, we are all different in the fact that we've all had different experiences and we've all had different emotions relative to those experiences. So with that, the things we learn and the way we hear them are going to hit us differently and they're going to sink in differently and they're going to affect us in different ways. Okay. And so while I think it's really great to find a mentor, go after what they're doing and follow them until you've got their level of success and beyond, I also think it's really important to get insight from other areas and help that growth and expansion. And then I think the original point of where, where I went off on that was because of these aha moments. And for me, when you connect those two dots, those two extenuating points, and you're like, oh, that's like an aha moment, that amazing moment that just goes, oh, breakthrough. Okay, now I can get to that next level. And it's kind of like you can do that over and over again. And the more input you get from different people, you have those breakthrough moments over and over again. And I know for me, I was like, okay, when I have this breakthrough moment, I'm going to be at this level. But now I'm chasing just the breakthrough moments because I know they're going to keep coming because I'm never going to end. I'm never going to get to the end point of like, oh, I'm not going to have any more breakthrough points because I'm always compounding my knowledge and growing and building up from what I've got. Okay. Does that make sense? Definitely went off on a tangent there, but I thought it was quite important. <laughs> Okay, I got some ones coming into the chat. Thank you, everybody. I'm glad you appreciate my my rants that go off on in left field. Right, today is Friday. So on Tuesday, we had Christine. Very, very, very amazing. Very, very, very amazing. That's not right. Very, very vulnerable opening up and sharing with us um, the what she took away from the three questions. And I thought that was absolutely lovely. And I think a lot of the people got a lot from that, actually. And then... And I, I really hope that you've gone and done that exercise yourself. Then yesterday we were talking about decision fatigue and trying to set up our environment so that we don't have to find that fatigue. And because we often succumb to the situation if we do not have a decision made, and I mean like a 100% decision, not like, okay, this is probably what I'm going to do. Let's see what happens when we're there. It's like, no, this is exactly what I'm going to do without any discrepancy. And if you've made that decision before entering any situation, then that's the decision you'll stick with. If you've even got 99% sure and you're not that 100% sure, there's a chance that the environment will win. There is a chance that you'll succumb to the manipulation of that thing that is around you if you are not 100% decisive on the thing you're going to do. And in trading, we need to have our trading plan. You need to be 100% decided that you are going to follow the trading plan. And if you do not have your entries according to your trading plan, then you will not enter. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that this is my downfall, that I still have only about a 95% agreement with my trading plan. And there is that 5% of leniency, which is causing my errors, which is causing me to take losses, which is causing my emotions to spike and therefore not allowing me to have the success that I want. And so now it's a matter of knowing what I need to change and figuring out the personal development that is going to allow that discipline and that trust and willpower in myself to make it that extra 5% decision that I'm never going to deter from my trading plan and that this is the only thing that I'm going to follow regardless of any situation on the charts. Does that make sense? Because I hope it does because I need to talk that out loud for myself so that I can start to take action on it, okay? Right. Now today, today I want to talk about your time frame. okay? Um, 
and shifting our time frame. There's a concept called cognitive dis- dissonance. Um, and I hope that you, if you haven't heard about it already, I'd go research it. Um, I can honestly say that I'm not 100% um, confident in my pure knowledge of it. I've only heard the concept and done a bit of research on it. So the idea that I have is it's that you're holding two competing ideas in your brain at the same time. So one example is that you'll go to the shops. I'm not sure what it's like in different countries, but you go to the shops and they give you a plastic bag to shop with. You know, it's bad for the environment, but it's convenient for you. And so these two competing ideas allow you to make a decision on what you want to do. You know that it's bad, but you're going to do it anyway because it's convenient. Um, Now this is, Put some ones in the chat if you've ever had those friends or people around you where you're like, um, I can't think of a good example, but you know, you're telling a story. Like, let's say in this case, I'm going to talk about the concept that I think it's really good to have a goal and set an t- end date and be like, by this date, I'm going to achieve this and this is going to keep me driven on my path to success. However, on the contrary, what I want to say is that we need to shift our time frame in the sense that we get so caught up in trying to achieve that, that we actually add extra pressure to ourselves. And um, this causes us extra stress and unnecessary unnecessary focus on other things. And it just causes this frustration. And then inevitably, that is what causes us to fail. So these are very two contradicting ideas. And now who's got a friend? Check the ones in the chat. If you've got a friend that's like, oh, yeah, but you said. And they pick you up on every little intricacy. And then you're like, yeah, I did say that, but use your brain. That's not going to work for this. You need to have the ability to hold these two competing ideas in your head at the same time. This is what I believe is cognitive dissonance. Okay. So please chuck some ones in the chat if I'm thankfully not anymore. Yeah, I have kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Kids are, kids exactly do that. And um, I think I love that you said thankfully not anymore because those people who do that, now kids are different. Kids are growing. The kids are, you know, kids are always learning and developing, but I think they get to a certain level of knowledge and their ego gets in the way. And so they have to be exactly like that. Like, but you said, anyway, those people have fixed mindsets. Um, If they, those kind of people that go, yeah, but you said this and this is the way you said it. So therefore, why are you saying something different? Whereas those who are able to accept that and go, okay, I understand that in this situation, that is true. But also in this situation, this can be true. That is a growth mindset. So this is the concept of cognitive dissonance is the ability. And I think all successful people have the ability to have I don't know if you have cognitive dissonance. Um, again, I need to do my, a bit more research to understand it um, better. But you have to be able to hold these two competing ideas in your head. And now what I want to talk about more specifically is shifting your time frame. Now, time is such a crazy concept. Um, I could go very, very deep into just time on its own. But for the sake of staying on topic, often when we have... Like, check someone in the chat if you feel stressed when you've got something coming up. Now, some people... Um, have the ability to take that time and that stress um, time zone or end, deadline. That's the one I'm looking for and actually perform really, really well on it. Some people get really stressed out. They panic. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, what do I do? And they just like almost implode a little bit and they can't think. And then you get this, you lose clarity, you lose focus. And then it just all sometimes becomes a bit overwhelming. And so I want you to think about your time frame, And this is important in trading because a lot of the time, and this is exactly in line with the most recent book that I wrote, 10 Steps to a Successful Trader, it's lots of people come into this going, I'm going to be successful in six months. And if I'm not successful in six months, then this obviously just isn't for me, right? But truth be told, this is one of the things that can get you more money than anything else in the world. But yet people will go to university for eight years, 10 years, get a degree without anyone questioning 
the validity of whether they're on the right path. But in trading, if six months and you can't even get certificates at TAFE or um, college or whatever the equivalent is in six months. That's like the minimum course. But yet people come into trading thinking, yeah, six months and I'm either going to make it or not. And I'm going to have the ability to leave here with a skill that gets me an endless amount of money. We've got to try and re-reference what value trading has and the time we're going to put on it. Now, in terms of actually taking your time frame, a lot of the time people get disappointed because of their expectation versus the reality. They've got this time frame that they think it's viable to achieve this goal in, and then they don't make it by that time frame and they get really disappointed. They get really upset. Depression kicks in. I'm a failure. All these negative thoughts come because they're like, I thought I could get it here, but I haven't. So therefore I must suck. Right, me in the chat. See, you're not alone. I I felt the same thing, and I keep pushing this. Like, okay, but by this date, I'm going to. But then by this date, I'm going to. And then you keep hitting these times, and then you're like, oh, I haven't done the work. I didn't put in all the effort. I could have done work more. I could have worked harder. And then all these self doubt, this this self blame, all the negative self narrative comes pouring in, and then you start to question it. You start to ask yourself if this is even worth it, and then all of a sudden, you're in an uphill battle with yourself just to do the ne next day you get to a point and for some reason overnight because this deadline's been reached you've gone from yeah i'm gonna make it oh my god this is hard but i'm on the path to success i'm just gonna give it everything i've got to i suck i'm useless why am i even trying all because of some random date that we put in our brains and said if it's not by this date then xyz then i'm a completely different person and this is where what i said at the start is important look back at how far you've come in that time frame you can't go or I'm a failure. Look at the step and the progress and the growth that you've made from where you started to where you are now and be like, regardless of the financial, is this a better version of me? And if so, what will happen in that same period of time? How much will I grow? Okay. Because this expectation versus reality can be really crippling. And often it comes from an association with a made up time frame that you've actually put into things. And so if we can deplete the time frame that you've got towards anything and just fall in love with the process you're like it doesn't matter when i achieve it because i'm going to achieve it just by doing these things it doesn't matter if by this date i've gotten to this level because my entire focus is to just do the d things right here right now we get to choose where we live and i say this in a um I don't know how to explain it, but I say this in the, in the sense of we can choose to live in our memories from the past. We can choose to live in the visualizations of the future, which I think is good at times, or we can choose to live in the present and be exactly where we are right now and do the things. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we can control is right here, right now. We cannot control what happened in the past and we cannot control what's going to happen in the future. We can do things right now to hopefully influence the future, but we cannot make them happen. And so we get this fear that comes amongst us. And like fear is completely time-related, by the way. Fear is 100% based on time. If there was no such thing as time, there would not be a thing of fear. If you think about what fear really is, like fear of falling, I fear, fear that sometime in the future, I may slip and fall and whatever. I fear that sometime in the future, I'm going to be submerged in water I'm, i fear that sometime in the future you know if i don't know if there might be a fire people who are scared of fires or i fear sometime in the future that this tomato is going to hit me yes i had a friend who was scared of tomatoes and it's hilarious but 
what happens is we see a situation, we play it out in our minds, and then we have what this emotion that is fear. And fear is just an emotion. And really, it's all based in an assumption we're making about what's going to happen in a future time period. So realistically, fear is actually an emotion, but it's not even a real emotion. And I'm using that term very loosely because every emotion is a real, especially biochemically. It produces a chemical reaction in your body, which is why we feel that fear, that angst, that our hair stand up. So it's definitely real, but it doesn't have to be real. And this is why we often say that fear can be unlearned. Every fear is pretty much learned, except for the fear of falling and loud noises. You're born with them, apparently. And all the fears that we have can be unlearned. And that can be done by taking away the time frame. Now, I know it's so much easier said than done, but I think it's Grant Grant Why do I suck at saying his name? That's really hard. Grant Cadrone? Wow. I, I apologize, Grant, if you're ever listening to this. Fear, he says, fear is false events appearing real. And it's so true because what we do is we make up a scenario in our head and we go, ah, now fear and greed on the charts is exactly the same. We go, oh no, I'm going to lose this trade. I'm go- I'm in fear that what's going to happen in the future is I'm going to have less money than I do right now. And so let's react and try and prevent that from happening. Rather than looking at the facts and being really present in the now and just going right now, what do I have to do? And this is why so many people st- struggle with tra- trading. Because you, it's so hard to live in the present moment in pure probability. And once we start trying to predict the future or reacting compared to what happened in the past, then we're no longer living in probability. We're living in emotional and fear and greed. The only way that we're living in pure probability on the charts is if we're going, right now, this candle is going to close exactly like this, which, through my knowledge, tells me that probabilities of this being a good entry or a bad entry or an exit or not an exit is this. And so based on my knowledge of probabilities, I'm going to close this trade or I'm going to enter a trade. So we have to remove this time frame, this time frame on different levels, this time frame of I will be successful by and if I'm not, I am X, Y, Z. We have to remove the time frame of I can compound my account by X, Y, Z and just live in the present and just do the thing that compounds the account. We have to live in, remove the time frame of Ah, if I don't do this for this trade, then this might happen. And oh, actually, in this current situation, maybe this candle is going to close and then this candle is going to close. And that's a good reason for me to stay in. Again, you're trying to predict the future. If you respond on what's happening right here, right now, in the present moment, the results will come, especially if you have a trading plan that works and your ability to follow that trading plan in every single present moment that you're in. Um. If you have that ability, sorry, I just completely got distracted. If you have that ability, then the results are going to come. Does this make sense to people? Are you following along? Some ones in the chat. Excuse me, I've got a really itchy nose. Ones. Okay. Totally makes sense. Good. That's what I want to hear. So often I get caught in the trap myself over and over again. And it's about, we speak about this all the time. It's about self-awareness, pattern recognition, pattern interruption, Let's be self-aware of whether we're living in a fearful, time-constraint emotion or if we're present and able to just respond to the exact moment, okay? We need to have that self-awareness. And if we find ourselves getting into that overwhelm, getting into that fear, getting into that, oh, I'm not going to have enough time or I'm not doing this or actually in the future this might happen, then pattern interrupt. 
Recognize that this is happening. Pattern interrupt. No, come back to the now. Be present. This is why meditation can be so good because you sit there. There's many types of meditation, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but mindfulness meditation where you sit there, you practice breathing and just focusing on the breath because that is all that is now. You can observe sounds. You can observe feelings or itches or senses on your skin, but you are not doing anything about them. You're literally just observing them. Okay. And if the longer you can practice this meditation and the longer you can stay in that present moment, thoughts will come, but you just have to observe it and go, no, I'm going back to the present moment. The more, the better you can become at this, the better you are becoming at shifting yourself from a time frame constraint, the better you're becoming at being in the present moment. And I truly believe that that ability to be there present in that present moment and responding only to what is happening exactly as it happens is going to make you a much better trader. And this is why I tried to incorporate meditating into my morning sessions because I want that calmness, that ability to be present, that ability to remove myself from the time frame and focus on what is happening right in front of me so that I can make the trades according to my trading plan and nothing else. I really, really, really do believe that time is key. Time is the key to so many things and it is very, very important in trading or shall i say our perception of time and how we respond and how we let it make us feel and how it you know affects our emotions etc okay we get to choose where we live do we want to live in the past in the memories feeling like oh i wish times were like the old times do we want to live in the future and being like oh i can't wait to get here then 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 or can we just be happy in the present moment and find that that serenity that peacefulness and that pride in the way and how far you've come and the success that you have up to this present moment. Okay. Hope that made sense. Really appreciate you all coming as per usual. It's Friday. Go and enjoy your Friday and your weekend. I'm most probably, I'll jump on the call, but I'm probably not going to trade because I've reached my weekly goal. And so I'm going to enjoy the time with my family and getting a few things done off my bucket list. So to everyone, much love. Really appreciate you to our traders. I'll see you on the trading call. And to those listening on the podcast, I will speak to you soon. Bye.